Hey guys, it's your girl Didi, and you're tuning in to the Called Out podcast where it's all things pertaining to Christ. So, guys, today I'm with the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing Rebecca. Wow. So, tell them, for those who may not know you, introduce yourself, like what you do. Okay. So, my name is Rebecca Lukika. I am a child of God. Amen. You know, I wouldn't want to like make myself sound big time because anything I do and any person I am in the eyes of people is all by the glory of God. I try my best to be a a woman of God that impacts people mm-hmm. and allows them to know that no matter where you've come from, no matter what past you have, God can actually use you. Mm. Um, I'm in the nursing field and I'm actually honored to be here to Amen. encourage you guys on what we're about to talk about. That's good. So how's nursing going? Nursing, it has its highs and lows. Mm-hmm. But I honestly believe that like God actually placed me there. Wow. You know, as children of God, we're actually called to heal the sick, mm. to, you know, intercede for people, to pray for people. And I feel like in that field, as you know, there's a lot of sick people. Mm-hmm. So in that sector, you can actually preach the gospel there. You can actually, you know, cause they're just throwing so many medications, but there's actually power in the blood of Jesus. Do you understand what I mean? So as much as, you know, it does have its high and lows. I definitely feel like God has actually placed me there to do, you know, his work in that field. Yeah. So. Amen. I love that. It's true. Like, sometimes we see things as, like, I'm just here. But you called to make an impact yeah. everywhere. Be everywhere. the light everywhere. So I love that. And also, like, obviously, I follow you on social media. And I know on TikTok, you're really, you know, out there preaching, like, mm-hmm. you know, the gospel. And, like, how did you, like, get to that? Um... I feel like it was just a bold, the, the spirit of boldness that God just put upon me. And I feel like when you have an encounter with Jesus Christ, you actually can't keep it to yourself. Like That's you can't it. contain the goodness. You can't contain the revelation that you have of him. You can't actually just keep it to yourself. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually use my platform to glorify God because I know where I've actually come from. Mm-hmm. I know the darkness I've come from. I know like yeah ultimately i know where i've come from so i must actually glorify god like till i die Mm. i'm so sorry because there's so many souls that are literally in the places that god has delivered me from so i want to be like a mouthpiece to this generation like a message that you know i've been through last i've been through um not to say that you know i'm i'm completely sinless Mm -hmm. but i've been through places that people are literally bound in so i actually just want to let people know that there is actually Redemption in Christ. Amen. Oh, I love that. I love that. So with that being said, I do want to ask about your testimony, like you before Christ and then coming to Christ. Like, you know, how did you come to Christ? Okay, so before Christ, I was, yeah, a worldly person. I was in darkness. Mm. I was just sinning left, right and centre. But, you know, when you're in the world, you actually don't see it as you're actually in sin because you're actually blinded yeah. to it. So yeah. you don't actually know what you're doing. But, I, yeah, as I said, I was very, yeah, I was a sinner. I was a sinner and um, I found Christ because I got invited to church by someone that I was dating. Oh, wow. Yeah, someone I was dating invited me to church. And then from then I received a prophetic word and I just, you know, when God just, when you're called, God will grab you. That's you it, won't, <laughs> that's it, literally. You won't even expect it. You won't even understand it. Mm. But when God says, listen, your time in the world is up. It's over. Yeah, so literally that's, that's yeah wow i love that it's literally like apostle paul because i mean he was on the way to go persecute the christians mm-hmm. and jesus kind of revealed grabbed him literally grabbed him and then look at look at apostle paul i love that though that's actually amazing like 
it's just so like anyone god can use anyone can to bring use, to bring as well the yeah. fact that you was dating someone and they even brought you and the thing is the person i was dating was lukewarm wow. so he didn't even have intentions for me to be where i am today. yeah he just said oh you might as well come yeah you know and god literally just grabbed me from that one visit amen yeah. amen so before we get into it i do actually i just have two questions for you so a little, a little quiz a little mm-hmm. quiz so i just wanted to ask you what did david do that led him to cry out to god with a broken heart david oh my gosh david david king he um did he sleep with someone? Yeah. Yes. Sorry, no, guys, I know my, I know my. <laughs> she knows her Bible. <laughs> but you know, sometimes we're on the spot. Yeah. So he slept with someone, yeah. and he still got back up. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um. The second one is, what did Peter do? He denied Christ. Yeah. 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 So that, that was a little warm up because, guys, I didn't say today's episode is called get back up don't let your sin define you forgiven not forsaken amen featuring rebecca lukika and Didi. so before we actually get into it i just want to pray i just want to pray amen amen heavenly father lord i just want to thank you once again for the privilege for the opportunity to come before your people oh god i just want to pray that as you have led rebecca to be here and for me to be here oh god i pray that lord you arrest our tongue and speak through us Mm -hmm. i pray that lord we will speak by the spirit and not by the arm of flesh Mm -hmm. i pray that this episode will actually edify someone Mm -hmm. and actually help people to understand that they can actually get back up that they shouldn't stay bound by their sin Mm -hmm. lord for you are a forgiving and merciful god Mm -hmm. lord we just want to thank you in jesus name amen have your way lord amen amen (laughs) amen all right cool so the first thing i just wanted to ask you is like what do you feel like is your spiritually like strong point um i feel like my spiritually strong point is prayer like because i feel like without prayer you're actually dead yeah so my spiritually strong point is prayer it says in the bible to pray without season because you know we are we are flesh, mm-hmm. but we have spirit. Mm-hmm. And what charges your spirit and what feeds your spirit is, and what even connects you to the maker is actually yes. prayer. So what I'm spiritually strong is that sometimes I can stumble with fasting. Sometimes I can stumble with reading my word, but prayer, because prayer is what will even get you back into that place. Mm. Like God, give me the mm. grace to read my word. Give me the grace to fast. And mm. that's prayer. Yeah. So my spiritually, yeah, it, it is prayer. Amen. I know even... Even with me here, like, I feel like I've always been good at, like, memorising. So that's why, like, I just know scripture. Like, it's not so much that I'm in it. I'm like, okay, let me memorise it. Like, when a scripture stands out to me, one thing is going to be inside of me and I'm going to know it. And it's like, even since I was, like, young, I guess I was just good at memory. Like, I remember in in the previous church I was in, like, my old church when I was younger, we did a thing where we had to memorise Genesis to Revelations, like, just the book, not like it actually was inside of it. And I and I won that, like I won the twenty pound. Because wow. it's like I just feel like I've just been good at memory, like drama, you know, learning lines. So I feel like that's helped me in my walk. So it's like, you know, knowing scripture is so yeah. important, like even yeah. with your prayer life. Yeah. I will say scripture and stand on scripture. Mm. So I feel like that's something that I've just been good at, like that is so good because scripture. that is actually something I like. Like memorizing scripture. Like you know how you said when you get it, you can I will yeah. have to revive like literally the whole day to actually memorize it. Yeah. So you're blessed with that. Amen. Honestly, thank <laughs> God. Thank God. I wanted to ask you, like, before you came to Christ, like, 
what was the biggest thing that you struggled with? Before I came to Christ, the biggest thing, okay, gossip, um, lust. Um, mm, I wouldn't actually know. Lust wasn't the biggest thing, actually. It was just something that I just didn't have. Um, I didn't know it was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, lust wasn't my biggest to be honest, you know, lust became one of my hardest when I came to cry. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. but anyway, um, I struggled with, I was rebellious, wow. re- rebellion. I was very <laughs> rebellious. Like not, I didn't know, I didn't know how to respect my mum. Mm. Um, I also struggled with, um, lying like i would just lie for no reason mm. just to either get my way hey. to either just just avoid conflict mm. but the truth will actually set you free That's but yeah it. those are the things i actually struggled with and um loving people um genuinely um because i didn't know what love was myself mm-hmm. you don't know how you can't love people and if you don't know christ you don't know love. you don't know love yeah you don't know love That's it. So you said yeah that you know, you struggled with lust, like, yeah. when you was in Christ, but, like, it was more when you was in Christ. Yeah. So, like, how did that, like... Because um, I believe, um, you know... Yeah, so I didn't really struggle with lust in the world. When I came to Christ, that's when that demon just mm. started to suppress me. Yeah. Like, I'll be seeing boys, good-looking boys, and I'll just be thinking... And I'm thinking, nah. Because when I was in the world, I never had this problem. Yeah. So it's like, the enemy will actually just literally throw things at you. Mm-hmm. Like, throw temptation mm-hmm. at you. Like, literally throw it at you. Mm-hmm. Like, he will have men messaging me, uh-huh. men applying pressure. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the world, I didn't go through this. I don't know if it's because I got older, you know, better looking, whatever, whatever. However, like, I never I never went through this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll be thinking, why, 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 why? And you actually have to deep, yeah, this, this is just an attack. That's it's a way for the enemy, you know, to make you backslide or fall into sin or, you know, et cetera. Or even just make your mind ponder of the things of God because yeah. now you're getting all this attention, all this attraction, and you're just thinking, like, what, what do I do? It's true. No, it's true. I feel like every literal... Everything that we're struggling with literally is an attack to mm-hmm. make you to make you look away from look away God, from God, do things that is not pleasing to Him. Right. So that's true. And when you ask about me, like I would say, like boys in a sense, but it wasn't like oh boys. no, that's honestly, I, honestly, <sighs> and it was just like not even I didn't really I didn't even have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like it's just more so like oh talking or you just yeah, want attention. Just like, you, know, you just want that attention. Honestly, you so it was validation. like you want that so that when it's in crisis like hey like you can't you can't be doing can't that be silliness. And right, so no, but honestly, chai, it was hard. Like yeah. it is hard when you're when you're and when you come in Christ, it gets more like you And think- people don't talk about this. Like mm-hmm. the church doesn't talk about this. You know, the church is preached about prosperity. Please, there's people in your congregation that are fighting lust. Can we actually confront this thing? Like, can we actually talk about it? And people don't like to talk about this because it's sex. But people need to remember God made this. Mm-hmm. It's actually a normal thing. Mm-hmm. I understand in Christ, it's like, oh my 
God, but you know, it's something that people actually need help with. Yeah. It's something people actually need that, you know, spiritual intelligence with. Why is it bad? Why should we flee from it? Mm-hmm. Why is it a sin against our body? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like there's more depth to it and people don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's true. So. You know, you say something and it's something that's so like taboo, which shouldn't be because it, it we need to actually it's be helped. Like, right. Yeah. Right. So. But you know, the reason why, like when I thought about this topic, getting back up, like, you know, sin not defining you, I really thought about you because I obviously follow you on socials and like, I just love your testimony and I love how, you know, you're just like bold about the gospel. And even so like, I see like, you know, your son on your social mm-hmm. media and oh, like, it's just like, Everything is just like, I love this. Like, I love that you're not like shy to be like, yeah, no, I have a son. Yeah. You know, I'm a Christian. Like, mm-hmm. you're bold about that. So even like doing that, was it like hard for you? It was very hard for me to actually come to terms with the fact that, you know, I'm in Christ and I have a child because of, you know, the condemnation I received mm. and just feeling actually disqualified to actually proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ because I have a child and... um what I like I realized that you know because my sin is loud like it's actually a life of creation yeah, because yeah. you could be masturbating behind yeah but no one sees no one right, right. My, I had to come to the fact that people are gonna condemn me because my sin is loud and they don't like the fact that I've said you know what I'm picking up my cross come on I'm gonna follow what God tells me mm-hmm. to do and I'm not gonna allow people to put me in a place of condemnation do you understand what I mean? I'm here to actually please God, not man. Yeah. If God actually, you know, said, like, you're disqualified because you have a child, you know, God, anyway, God would never say yeah. that. Man would say that. Yeah. But I follow what God says at the end of the day. Don't get me wrong. It was very hard to overcome all of that. Mm. But I just stood on the word of God. I, st- like, I knew God was calling me. So I can't, you know, allow the voice of men voice that the enemy is probably even using to mm-hmm. silence me mm-hmm. and plus my ch- children are a blessing from god so you know it don't get me wrong i did go through times where i was but you know by god's grace like now i'm strengthened enough Amen. when people condemn me when people come for me i just point them to jesus because that's actually what you need that's it jesus so when you like had your son was it like your beginning stage of christ or before christ or in christ um, when I had my start, yeah, my beginning stage, like my early stages, like, you know, when you, you first encounter God and you just receive him and mm-hmm. just, like, I was very loud about it. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, oh. Jesus, Jesus. But I was still fornicating mm-hmm. behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's how I had my son. So yeah, no, it was when it was early days, early days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then obviously now, how how long did it take you to like get back up and like realize that okay, this shouldn't hold me down? Like Christ, I'm forgiven. Um, I'd say because when I was pregnant, that's when I leaned onto God the most because mm. I felt like He was all I had, and I was also like, you know, going through you know spiritual battles during my pregnancy. So I I really leaned on God, mm-hmm. and um, after I had my son, I took a step back from like all of that social media limelight and I just really focused on you know because you know people can be so wicked that you actually resent your child like they can actually be so I was like you know what I'm taking a break from social media having eyes on me and actually enjoying this because if I was in a world no one would care yeah 
if I was in the world, no one would actually care. But because I was in Christ and um, I, I used to post about God a lot, that, you know, gave people the chance to have a say. So I didn't want people to affect that bond or that time I had with my child. I really leaned on God and prayed a lot for him to give me, you know, the, the boldness. Like, yes, I felt. But, you know, the Bible says that the righteous will fall seven times, but they will get back yeah, up. Yeah. So no matter what man says, I will actually get back up because I know what God has called me to do on mm -hmm. this earth. Yes, I fell. However, if I stay in a place of condemnation, that can actually lead to many souls not being saved wow. from me. You're saying something. That would that could actually leave, lead to many mothers that are meant to come into Christ not being saved mm. just by see they could just see me and say wow there's hope mm -hmm. wow you know I'm not actually what people say I am mm -hmm. I can actually go to Jesus because mm -hmm. there's many women that was in, that are in my situation in the world and they need some, they need that um fulfillment they need that missing piece and it's actually Jesus yeah so I said to myself no I have a mouthpiece for this generation. Mm. And I'm not gonna allow what I did to stop me from doing what God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. anyway. Amen, amen. So like, was it like, did, when people was like, obviously was facing like, everyone saying, oh, you're this like, you know, judgment. Yeah. Did it make you like, wanna like stop preaching about God on socials? It did, it did. I'll be very transparent, it actually did because sometimes it can get a lot like mm. people will be commenting on my stuff saying oh but you have a baby laughing face but you have a child laughing face how you preach in the gospel and you have a child like mm. i'm a human being i actually yeah. have feelings yeah but um i sometimes look at these people like the pharisees you know yeah they're gonna come for you whether you don't have a child if I wear a blonde wig, they're gonna say, <laughs> "Why are you preaching the gospel?" Yeah. If I wear, if if they even the, come for me for wearing tight jeans oh. at this point, they're gonna come for me. It's but true. I feel like because my child is my child, it hits something. Mm -hmm. Because if you come for me about like me men wearing makeup, you know these religious people. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say okay, whatever. But because like he's actually my, you know, my my pride and joy yeah. it, that's the only reason why like it can actually but other than that i've actually established who i am in christ and who god says i am yeah and that's when you will have that boldness that unapologetic boldness Come about on. your calling that unapologetic boldness about who you are in christ sorry that's all right but um yeah yeah so even so, like, I feel like sometimes we need to even get to the root about like why we even fall, Yeah, you know, because obviously we're talking about getting back up, mm -hmm. but to get back up, you acknowledge what, like, yeah, yeah, right, you have to fall and acknowledge why you fell. So like, did you know, like, anytime you would fall, did you know, like, what do you know now, like what the root was? I would say, I would give the analogy of a baby when mm -hmm. a baby's learning to walk, mm -hmm. they first start crawling and then they'll walk a bit and then they'll fall. That's like the journey with Christ. Mm. You're on your walk, but you know, you're trying to stay stable and you will fall, but you will get back up and you will start walking until you have that sturdy pace, that yeah. sturdy foundation. Mm -hmm. Because people feel like you'll come to Christ, boom, you're perfect. No, 
we actually live in a spiritual world where things are thrown at us every day, yeah. whether it be through your mind, through your flesh or whatever. You cannot actually overcome these things without being spiritually filled yeah. and fueled. Like yeah. you cannot, cannot. Ca and this is the information that people lack. They feel like they can do this by their own strength. But I actually need to tell you guys that you literally cannot do this walk without the strength from God. Yeah. We are actually like flesh. And I also want to add on to that, like, because the enemy will condemn you, but the Holy Spirit will actually convict you. Yeah. You know, in the Bible, when Paul mm -hmm. denied Christ, Paul was convicted of what he did. That's why he actually died for Christ. But when Judas betrayed an innocent man, he killed himself because of condemnation. Mm. So condemnation actually leads to death, but conviction yields your righteousness. Hey. Hey, <laughs> yeah, come flow, flow, flow. So wow. conviction actually yields your righteousness. So people need to actually allow the Holy Spirit to convict them because, you know, you came from sin. We was actually born into sin. Yeah. We was born into it. So it's actually our nature. Mm -hmm. It's through the blood of Jesus. That's when sin is no longer like a stronghold in your life because mm -hmm. then it comes repentance. You're set free from bondage's chains of sin. So don't get me wrong on the journey. You will f like, it's guaranteed you will fall. And I can actually say that because, you know, it, you are you will fall yeah but it's about actually you know getting to the point where you analyze what is making me fall what what am i missing what am i doing that is actually causing me to fall because i feel like people feel like they're just falling because they want to know you're either falling because you're not reading your word mm -hmm. you're either falling because you're not in the place of prayer mm -hmm. you're either falling because you don't have a community or people around you that are actually filled with the holy spirit yeah. and people that will actually correct you and rebuke you yeah or um you're not fasting because mm. fasting actually kills the desires of the flesh it and does. the reason why i can talk about these points and i can talk about these things is because i have been there mm -hmm. i have been there where i'm falling falling into sin you know desiring the things of the flesh and i said to myself okay hold on what is causing me to actually not be desiring the things of the spirit mm -hmm. because our flesh doesn't want the spirit our flesh does not care about the spirit at all it's it's us we love god so mm -hmm. we have to charge up our spirit mm -hmm. and fill our spirit with the word prayer you know reaching out to people when you don't feel like you can do it yourself reaching out to people so they can intercede for you yeah. stand in the gap for yeah. you so um yeah, as I was saying, so yeah, sin will always be there. It's actually what you do and how you confront whatever you're struggling mm. with. So for example, I will speak on, I will actually be transparent. Yes. Speak on lust, okay? Yes. Because people look at me and think, wow, this girl is perfect. I am not perfect. Only Jesus Christ is perfect. I just know the blood of Jesus and I know repentance. And I know that God is a merciful God. And when you call upon the name of Jesus and actually ask him for help, he will actually help you in yeah. whatever area you're struggling with. So anyway, I will talk on lust because, you know, I fell with lust a few times on this journey. Um, I had to think to myself, why do I want to fornicate? What is making me actually want to fornicate? Mm. What is, why do I feel this urge? Like, what am I doing? And because 
I looked, I said to myself, you're not fasting. Mm. You're not fasting because, because I have entered that sin. Like, obviously I know how it feels. Mm -hmm. I know how enjoyable it can be, et cetera, et cetera. I will always, my flesh will always have that desire. My flesh will always want to do that pleasure. But what is, what, what is an error in my spiritual life that is allowing me, allowing that, that spirit, that demon to have access in my mm -hmm. life? What, what mm -hmm. is it? I wasn't, I wasn't fasting because fasting actually kills certain things. It kills certain desires. It kills certain temptation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's what I want to tell you guys. Like you may be in a place where you're not understanding why you want to do certain things, why you want to steal, why you want to lie, why you want to do these things. And you need to actually see what is missing in your spiritual life, whether it be reading your word, whether it be you're not fasting, whether it be you're not praying or whether you're just not around spirit-filled people that will be like, you know what? You shouldn't do this. Let me pray for you. Let me intercede for mm. you. Let me fast for you. So... You touched on heavy things, heavy, heavy, amen. amen. And what you said about, you know, guilt and, um, well, conviction and condemnation and obviously Peter and then Judas, like the different, like it's so key because it's like, how, some like when you fell, like how yeah. did you know, okay, cool, this is condemnation mm -hmm. and this is actually conviction? When I fell, I knew it was condemnation when the enemy is literally or when you have this feeling that oh you know what i'm done yeah. like god don't love me no yeah. more actually a praying is there's no point of me praying god's not gonna hear me i'm mm. dirty mm. like i'm I'm back to square one that is condemnation mm. conviction is when you do it and you actually feel like what you're doing is wrong mm. and that's how god deals with us we're his children yeah. he will literally correct you and tell you off yeah. so if the holy spirit the holy spirit actually won't stop convicting you until you're actually tired of being convicted to the point where when you're so tired of being convicted so for example you're fornicating every time after you do it you feel guilty you're going to get to a point where this is actually not worth it so the holy spirit never gets tired of convicting you and the enemy never gets tired of condemning you yeah condemning you is actually what makes people stay literally on the floor mm. and not get back up mm. and that's actually killing yourself spiritually and mentally and that's not where god actually wants you to be yeah god actually this is why jesus had to die for us because we are sinners mm -hmm. you know so God actually wants you to just repent, lean on him. Because a lot of people, they feel like they actually can't go to God with these things. Yeah. They feel this, this shit. No, God's actually your father. Yeah. You know, you can actually go to him with the things you're struggling with because, you know, he's the one that help will help you. Lord, help me with this addiction. Amen. Help me with this, with this temptation. Help me with this. Ask the Lord to help you. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, so that's the difference between condemnation. Like, condemnation is when you literally feel like you can't go back yeah, to God. Yeah, Like, you can't actually have that relationship. Like, your relationship is done. Mm -hmm. But conviction is when it's like, okay, you know, I can't do this no more. Yeah. I want to please God. Amen. That is conviction. Yeah. And then God will just take you back gladly when you actually know. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, You can feel like that and still fall. Because this, this is reality and this is just transparency. Yeah. You can ha actually have conviction and still fall. But as I said, the Holy Spirit will not stop convicting you until you're actually tired of being convicted to the point where, you know, you're picking up that weed 
or you're calling that girl and you're, uh, the Holy Spirit's just knocking at your door like, no, 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 that. no. And you're literally putting it down. You're literally putting it down. You're literally putting down that phone. Mm. You're literally putting it down until you yourself are like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And that's how the Lord helps you, by conviction. It's true. It's true. No, and it's so true because condemnation is the thing that will make you stay down. Literally. Conviction. When God is convicting, you're convicting. You realize that you're actually uncomfortable. Like now, Literally. you wanna you wanna go to this house. You wanna mm-hmm. do this. You don't. You actually can't. Like mm-hmm. there's certain things that I used to do that if I was to do it, it's yeah. like God look at me. Like, Didi, like well, I'll just say to myself, Didi, are you okay? Like yeah. what is it that you wanna do? So also, God will change your desires. He will. Now you've been convicted so much that that thing just seems not not tasteful yeah, you for you yeah. anymore as well. Yeah, that's that. I love that. So, like, I even wanted to um speak about backsliding. Okay. So, like, even a time maybe that you had in your walk that mm-hmm. you backslid, and maybe like it was you know because you said that there's times when you just keep doing it until it's like now you're just like you're done. Like yeah. You're done. So is there a time where you had like a backsliding, and then it just made you like do you know what I'm done? I'm literally done. There's many times on my walk where I backslid. You know, I was entertaining my flesh. But those who the Lord has called, you will never, ever be comfortable and satisfied in sin. That's it. You can literally, you can literally, like, you can literally go to a club, yeah, enjoy. But when you're getting home, you're feeling the weight it. is going to hit you and you're actually going you're to... You're crying. How long can you do this pattern for? Yeah, yeah. Your 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 spirit is literally saying no. Your flesh is going there enjoying, but your spirit is literally defeating you at home yeah. because it knows that. Listen, my child, God is literally telling you, my child, you are called for greater. Come on, do you understand what yeah. I mean? It's it's it, it's like that's what I'm saying. Like no matter how many times I like literally take me anywhere, let me do anything that is sinful. I will not have li- like actual joy in yeah. my heart, like yeah. to the point where I can sleep and wake up and say, oh. Like, no normal. it will be t- like t- i will go on my knees and cry yeah. and say god i'm actually sorry like yeah. i cannot do this anymore so yeah there's there's many times i've fallen on this walk and i've been born again for, i'd say it's about three years now wow. and i'm grateful for all the times i've stumbled and fell i'm grateful for all the times that you know okay i don't want to say i'm grateful for all the times i fell into sin because that's not what i'm trying to say here but i'm just grateful because you know without Without the stumbling, without the falling, I would not be who I am today. I would not be able to speak about these things. I would not be able to actually let go of certain things because without you knowing that this isn't edifying you, Mm -hmm. without you knowing that this isn't good for you, without you knowing that, you know, this does not please God or this does not, you know, please the Holy Spirit inside of you, you will not actually be able to stop doing these things. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, Many times I fell. However, um, yeah, I did not put myself in a place of condemnation. And the enemy will try to put yourself in a condemnation, but you actually have to know that, you know, God is a God that forgives. Mm, He knows the heart of man. And he knows that you're trying. You know, it's not easy. At all. But you just have to actually understand that God loves you even in your sin. And don't get me wrong, I do not condone sin. Like I don't, I'm not condoning it and don't mix what I'm saying right now with like saying, you know, you can't sin, you can do what you know, like flee from it. But I'm just saying, if you do fall 
understand that God still loves you and, you know, get back up. Yeah. Get back up and try again. Yeah. Get back up and ask God to help you because he really wants to help his people. He does. You know, he is actually looking for people that can humble themselves and say, God, I'm actually mm. dealing with lust. Mm. I'm actually dealing with masturbation. Mm. Can you actually help me? Yeah. So, you know, it's pride that makes you feel like you can actually do it by yourself. Because you, you cannot can't. do it by yourself. At all. At all. So, yeah. It's true. It's true. Like, literally, the one, the last backsliding moment I had was literally mm-hmm. like, last year and yeah. I said like October and that was like a long period like mm-hmm. a a lengthy one and then it's like so it's probably like mm, till like it stops maybe like November time yeah and literally December I started this podcast mm-hmm. so I was literally in a backsliding state and then God told me you know start this podcast which was so crazy wow. to me because like I was literally yeah getting back up yeah. like you know but it shows that God can use you and you, it doesn't matter like if you've fallen so many times like what like as you're saying when you're called you're called cool. and that's literally it like <laughs> i i obviously knew that god had called me i was just you know battling battling you know the enemy he was trying he was trying temptations was everywhere but when god like has a calling a purpose upon your life like god will continue to push like mm-hmm. and it's not to, when i was backside it's not to say it was so easy like yeah i was just living a breeze no every time I'm doing what God doesn't like. Hey, I'm crying. I'm, cry- I'm literally crying. Literally, like, I'm not. People actually think you're enjoying, but you. Yeah, right. It, it looks like that. That I'm gonna get when I get Honestly, home. Honestly, because and even like I was reading Proverbs and it literally talks about you know the fact that God chastens us. Like he he chastens chastens chastises chastises. <laughs> God actually chastises those that He loves. Yeah. So if God is chastising you. That he you loves are, you. You're literally a son. It's a actually daughter. a good thing. It's honestly because a why do thing. our parents beat us? Honestly, because they want us to do better. That's they want it. Us to act better. That's so. it. So literally, that's what. Also, another thing is just don't despise. You know, God chastising yeah. you. Like it's a good thing for God to chastise you because it it shows that you know you're still His daughter. You're still mm-hmm. His son. Because if you're not getting rebuked from God, then you should be scared because that means. Um, you know, that God is just like, you know what? I'm leaving you to whatever you're doing. And you don't want to be in a position where God is going to say, do you know what? Live your life. Do what you, you want to do. So that's why it's just it, just to encourage you that when you do fall, get back up. Like your sin does not define you at all. Like you're forgiven. You're not forsaken. Yeah. Like God has said in his word that he'll never leave nor forsake you. Like God will actually never leave you. It's only if you come and deny Christ, say I don't want Christ. Mm-hmm. That's when, okay, you know, he's left. But he will not leave you. So don't let sin now drag you so far from the presence of God. And it even reminds me like, you know, this has been happening from the beginning because I feel like a lot of times when we sin, we're Mm -hmm. running away from the presence of God rather than running to. And Mm -hmm. it happened in the beginning because Mm -hmm. it's like Adam and Eve um, when they ate, you know, it had said prior to that, that God was walking in the garden, the cool of the day, you know, they had intimacy with the father. Now they have ate, they sinned, right? So now they're hiding. God literally said, Adam, where are you? Mm. Before that, God didn't have to ask, where are you? Because they're there, they're free. They're going to God. Mm -hmm. So from the beginning, the enemy's tactic is to make you run away from the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Feel like God's presence has left you. That's why it's also important to not focus so much on your feelings. Yeah. Because many people think, oh, I don't feel God's presence now. I've sinned. Yeah. He's gone. It's actually in your head. Right. It's not true. You don't focus your relationship with God on feelings. Oh, I don't feel God today, so he's not here. No. Then then what does that mean god's not here no it's Mm. about faith faith over feelings so good 
Amen. So I even wanted to talk about like, what does getting up look like? Getting up actually looks like repentance. And it actually looks like actually asking God to help you. Yeah. Getting up looks like not condemning yourself or not living in your sin or yeah. not living in the past or not living where you fell or where you think people will hold against you but actually saying you know what i know the god i serve yeah. the god that actually redeems restores and forgives getting up is not staying in that place of sin yeah actually trying and working towards actually you know being a better christian yeah you know making efforts to please god mm-hmm. getting up is actually you know walking with jesus mm-hmm. walking with the spirit mm. Not allowing the enemy to condemn you of your sin, but actually allowing the Holy Spirit to convict you. Getting up is not staying in a place of condemnation, not staying in a place where, oh no, I can't preach anymore. Mm. No, I can't encourage people anymore. No, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that anymore because I'm struggling with this. And I I went through that as well. I used to think because I'm still struggling with lust, I can't encourage people Mm. about it. I can't Mm. preach to people. Mm. I can't know like, that's not how the body of Christ should be operating. We all fall short. Of all of us. Listen, even pa- like Jesus is the only perfect person That's in this it. world. But, you know, when God sees someone that is actually trying, when God sees someone that is actually has a repentant heart, because mm. it's all about your heart posture. That's it. God will actually still use you. That's and that's it. why God is still using me today. Because, Glory. okay, cool. I had a baby, right? Cool. But God knew my heart, my heart posture. Mm. I had a repentant heart. Mm. I had a heart where God, I actually love you. God, I actually want more of you. God, I actually want you to use me. God, I actually want to fulfill my calling. And when you know who you are in Christ and what you are called to do, you cannot stay in sin. At all. Because the blood of Jesus has actually washed you away from that. Yep. So yes, you may fall. But you will, it says it in the word. The Mm. righteous will fall seven times. Get back up. But get back up. And it even says, wait. I have another scripture. Come on, loaded. Another scripture. It says, "Do not in Micah seven eight. Do not gloat over me, my enemies. For though I fall, I will rise again. Hey. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light." So you actually just have to know who you are in Christ. Yeah, because you know, even though you fall, rise, rise. You can't because if you stay down, you're ki- you're literally killing, and that's what the enemy wants. Yeah. He doesn't want you to actually understand that God will actually forgive you. Honestly. That God can actually help you to become a more righteous person. Mm-hmm. And I would say also, this is something that I'm even practicing myself, actually having the fear of the Lord, mm. because that will actually turn you away from sin. Mm-hmm. You know, falling into sin, I had to say to myself, do I fear God? Because if I really, hey, you're truly saying something. feared God, would I actually be We're doing this, in? like, as in he's literally watching, like, he literally can see you doing that. Doing that. And yeah. I had to, I had to, I had to check myself, like, even recently, I had to check myself. You want to preach the gospel. Mm. You want to, you want to do mighty things for God. You want God to use you. But do you actually fear him? Come on. And that, like, yes, God is a loving father, but, you really have to fear your maker. It's and true. that's what will help you actually overcome sin. The fear of just the Lord. Just fearing him. Literally, Proverbs at one seven, like the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm, that it, is so good. Like, so good. when you fear God, like there's actually just certain things. Not, it's not to say that, okay, now because I fear God, I'm never going to sin. 
Like, no. It just means that you're not going to make a practice of sin. You're not going to make it habitual sin. Like, yeah. I'm just practicing. I'm just doing it. Like, I'm living in sin. I'm dwelling in sin. You cannot dwell in sin mm. if you genuinely fear God. And that's so right. key. That's yeah. so key. Honestly. So, I even had to check myself. Like, baby, girl. True. Like, do you really fear God? It's you're deep. still falling into fornication. You're still falling into, you know, these earthly things. Yeah. Do you actually fear the Lord? Ooh, it's, it's, it's a question. It's a good question. And even with getting up, it's like sometimes you need to start off slow, like start off small. Because like, okay, now you're you're getting back up from that backsliding state. It's like, cool, like you're not going to just pick up and read, you know, 10 chapters yeah. a day. Like yeah. at least, come on, like if you haven't <laughs> read your Bible for so long, you was backsliding, like it's time, even one chapter, if you're reading five verses, like at least just at least start off do, small. You're starting now. Yeah. It's like baby steps, yeah. literally. It's baby steps. Just be easy on yourself and to just know that there. God actually still loves you. Yeah. You know? So, no, it's true. God chastises those that he loves. Don't he take loves. the rebuke and the the icky feeling you get after yeah. stuff. Don't take it as like what is going on. No. God just wants you to actually free from something because he's got a calling for your life that he wants you to fulfill. And that sin can actually just hold you back. Holding you back. Yeah. So, like, what practical things, like, now help you, like, to just stay firm? Surrounding myself with people on the same... I'm not saying the same religion as me. On the same actual path as me. Come on. As in, on fire. Yeah. Like, on fire. It's true. So, <laughs> yeah. Not that yeah on actual fire because even sometimes even when you go around them you actually feel convicted yeah because they're just so on yeah. fire and you're just coming from your dirty sinful way <laughs> that you're just like no i actually need Thanks. to fix up. I need to fight up yeah i can't i actually need to fix up and also um just spending time in the word because mm. the word actually pierces you and come you. on the word the word of god people run away from the word they run in and people only want to take what they want to take from the word mm. if you really digest the word there's just certain things that you know you'll feel like no i can't do this anymore yeah. no this is not pleasing to god yeah. no i'm called for greater Amen. like i don't need to be going in these cycles at all you know and if you don't break out of it, it will actually just become a repetitive cycle that will just hinder your calling mm. and hinder your destiny. Mm. Sometimes I say to myself, "You, my destiny is too great. My calling I'm is too you, high I'm for me to just you. be dilly dallying with sin." No, no, I'm actually called, and I you are that. you. Whoever's watching this, you are called too. You are too called to be allowing the enemy to be throwing lust and uh, dust and, and silliness. Listen. Rebuke him. Rebuke him. Read your word. This is even for me. As I'm on this podcast, I'm literally speaking to myself. Yeah. So we praise God for that. Amen. No, honestly, <laughs> just hitting the nail on the head. It's true because, listen, it does. If you've fallen, like, just get back up. Yeah. Get back up. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ because in Hebrews it talks about you know we need to run this race. We need to run this race, but it says fixing our eyes on Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So you can only run it fixing your eyes on Jesus Christ. Don't be looking, comparing yourself to others. Oh my gosh, this, this. No, focus on your what race. Because honestly, when you're on a race, if you're looking to the left and the right on the person on the other lane, now you're going to slow down because now it's like when you look forward and you look straight, that's how you, you win the race. Like you're mm -hmm. running, looking onto Jesus. That's what we must do. Honestly. And that is actually something that 
I actually wanted to touch on today. Wow. And that is so prophetic. Amen. I was actually saying to myself, people need to stop looking at other people. Because I know people even look at me. But you don't even know what, what I go through. At no, my, it's at actually my, Stop true. looking at my journey. My it's journey true. is actually personal. My journey is not with you. Yes, God is using me. Glory be to God. But stop looking at people because... You don't know what I'm crying out to God to help me with. Yeah. You actually don't know what I'm begging God to to help me with, like, this lust. Help me with gossiping. Help me with this. Help me with that. As much as everything looks nice on social media, people do have a real-life relationship with Jesus That's Christ, it. you know? So I've noticed that people may feel like, oh, wow, she's doing great things for God. Oh, wow, she's always on fire. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm I'm nothing. My relationship with God is, is meaningless. Yeah. My relationship with God doesn't mean nothing because, you know, I'm not always on fire. I'm not always this. I'm not always that. And it's like, no, go your own pace. Focus on your own journey with God because when Jesus Christ comes, it's every man for themselves, you know. Trust me. My social media is not going to be saving. Like, I, you can save souls for it, but my social media is actually not going to get you to heaven. Yeah. It's actually you focusing on your personal relationship yeah. with Jesus yeah. Christ, having your personal encounters and intimacy. That's it. So... That's it. Honestly. That's it. Do you have like any other like things that you want you wanted to share with them today? Um I just wanna encourage you. In fact, I actually wrote something down. Okay. That I actually want to share with you guys. So this is what I wrote. Okay. When I found out that you invited me to this podcast. Amen. And I was like, Lord, speak to me. So David in the Bible fell into fell into tremendous sin, but once again he walked with the Lord. And started warning and encouraging God's people. Jacob lied repeatedly, but God used him to raise up and teach truth to 12 sons who became the leaders of Israel's tribes. Peter stumbled badly when he denied Christ, yet he rose up in the power of Christ and became a courageous leader in the New Testament church. Satan actually wants us to believe that God is done with us when we stumble and fall, but this is not the truth. Paul said that because of Christ's work in us, we are struck down, but not destroyed. Hey! We can get up and get going again in our Lord's resurrection power. Oh, yeah. God is actually interested and concerned about stumbling saints. So God still cares about you when you're stumbling and you're falling. He desires to actually uphold us in the process of falling. And yet, if we do fall... We are not utterly casted down. Like it's not done with you. You're not yeah. finished. You're yeah. not, it's not over with you. Yeah. God is still paving a way for you. Amen. God's hand is always stretched out to uplift us sinners and get us walking with him again. Those who delight in him will be blessed as they refuse to to step with the wicked. So those that are walking with God, yes, you may fall, but because we actually have that conviction and we're actually taking it seriously, mm. like God will actually pave a way from us and keep us away from the wicked you know we are like i just feel like there's a difference between an actual sinner and a repentant person that is in sin you're no longer a sinner but you are a person that is trying because the blood of jesus has actually redeemed you you're just actually falling mm. but you can get back up a sinner is someone that sins doesn't acknowledge their sin doesn't care for their sin doesn't repent and doesn't actually seek god for help that is a sinner yeah but a person that has actually repented and turned away from their sinful ways and are being thrown temptation, falling, God is saying, get back up. Yeah. He's actually telling you get back up. to get back up. So I don't know who needs to hear this. Hey. I don't know what sin you're struggling with, but give it to Jesus. Yeah. Allow him to help you and don't 
allow condemnation to defeat you at all because condemnation is what caused judas you know to hang himself and look where he is now so kai it's true because if he actually repented he would actually be forgiven but look at him look at him oh and look at peter Peter died for christ where is he now that's so deep like and it's so deep because peter literally had the revelation like in matthew 16 like when jesus was saying like, who do men say I am? Mm. And they were saying, John the Baptist. And they said, but who do you say I am? He said, you are the son. Mm. You, you know, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Mm-hmm. He said, well done. Like, flesh and blood did not re- reveal this to you. Mm-hmm. So he literally had the revelation of Christ. Yeah. But then he denied Christ. Yeah. But then obviously now, you know, he repented and look what, yeah. you know, he died for Christ. So it just shows that, it shows. honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, you can actually be so on fire for Christ and you can backslide because PR, he had the revelation of Christ. And look, he denied Christ. Honest mistake, honest, you know, mercy, Lord. But that I just love that. Like, what you wrote, it's like a poem. Like, it just Literally, seems like, wow. So powerful. It's Holy so, Spirit, man. Amen, Praise amen. God. And I just pray that that encourages somebody who's listening to this yeah. today. And I just don't want to end without giving the opportunity to someone to give their life to Christ amen. or even rededicate their life to Christ. Because mm. you may have listened to this today and realized, okay, I've fallen, but God has spoken to you through Rebecca, through me, and yeah. like, showed you that you know what you're never you're not far gone you're not too far gone like christ is calling you back and he's saying come back to me like the Mm -hmm. prodigal son like you know it's so profound and i just want to give someone the opportunity to give your life to christ or to rededicate your life to christ so if you are new and you've never given your life to christ give your life to christ accepting him as your lord and personal savior you know becoming born again because the bible says in john chapter 3 verses 3 unless a man be born again he cannot inherit the kingdom of god mm-hmm. so if you don't accept jesus christ as your lord and savior there's no way to the father like he says i'm the way the truth and life no one can come to the father except through me which is jesus christ so if you don't accept jesus christ if you don't believe jesus christ there's no way to the father you cannot see the kingdom of god so i just um give you a prayer and just repeat after me and if you have said this genuinely for your heart because it takes believing in your heart confessing with your mouth um if you say this genuinely please do dm me official dd.x on instagram but yeah amen so just repeat after me lord jesus i come to you today as a sinner lord I believe that you died on the cross and on the third day you rose again that I may have eternal life. Lord, I repent from my sins and I accept you into my life. I accept you into my heart to be my Lord and my personal saviour. Please wash me and make me a brand new person on the inside in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So if you've given your life to Christ, um heaven is rejoicing. Amen. We are rejoicing. Amen. So yeah, um, yeah, literally, do you have any last words? Um, I love you guys with the love of God. If you would like to connect with me, yeah, my Instagram is Rebecca Lukika. My TikTok is Rebecca Lukika. Um, I just love being connected with people that just actually just want to shift this generation mm, and bring come revival. On. Amen. Come on. But yeah, guys. God bless you all. Amen. We are out. <laughs>